Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. We are continuing conversation about the LCMS convention that is coming up right around the corner. Less, well, let's see, about a month and a half away. My guest today, the Reverend Dr. John Sias. He's secretary of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. So if there's anyone that knows anything about convention, I believe it's probably the secretary of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Dr. Sias, welcome back to The Coffee Hour. Good morning. Great to be back. We are preparing to head to Milwaukee for LCMS convention. We uh, are. That, that means a few thousand people gather together, representatives from across Synod come together um, to hear God's word, to study God's word, to receive his good gifts together, to pray together, and also to carry out the business of Synod. Right. And that's what you have been working on. I am the business end. <laughs> and so this past weekend... Which, by the way, thanks for coming in. I know you had a busy weekend, so thanks for coming in. Yeah, it was a nice break from uh, editing all the work here, so <laughs> um, get my fingers a rest. It, this, is, this is something that happens right before every convention, um, floor committee weekend. And we talked about it. We did some, like... Um, prep to talk about what was going to happen at floor committee weekend. Now we had numerous volunteers here over the weekend who came in and did a lot of work right. to prepare for convention. Uh, roughly how many volunteers and staff were here? How many people were here over the weekend? Well, it's, prep? you know, there are 12 floor committees. The president has the prerogative of gathering any of them to do work before the convention and the, the custom in for a long time in recent years has been to bring all of them in. And so uh, those committees are drawn from the advisory delegates and representatives uh, and uh, voting delegates at the convention. Uh, Twelve committees, each one with between 12 and 16 members, I think. So, you know, that's a large group, a couple hundred people right there almost. And uh, then staff and other advisory uh, individuals that uh, are alongside them. Uh, to provide hopefully everything they need over the course of one weekend to turn the overtures and reports into resolutions ready to go to the floor. And in the past, most of this was you know, done in person, lots of paper, lots of notes. Um, we've reached the digital age, and I know in at the last convention you began implementing a new system to help with that, right? Right, yeah. We Floor Committee Weekend uh, runs on a, a database now, Today's Business. Uh, we've got a Today's Business staff of editors behind the scenes that, that uh, help the committees with all the details of the documents. And uh, we've got even a, the big board now that shows how the resolutions are flowing through today's business and when the committees need to check back and check on their work. So that it's kind of a highlight of uh, the weekend when uh, that last group goes to green and they're all done. So It's so nice to see all green on the board and everything's yes. done, I'm sure. So what was accomplished in these, what, three days or so of work? Right. It's a little bit more uh, than three days. The committees uh, come in and really start in earnest on Friday. There are even some preliminary meetings on, on Thursday. Uh, and this time they did finish up by Sunday night. So we did not have any groups going into Monday morning, which is possible and kind of planned for. So they did their work efficiently. They took all the reports and uh, overtures that were in the, the workbook and a few late ones. There are always a few important items that miss the boat and uh, have to trail along later. So they took 277 overtures, plus all the reports and a bunch of other material, and cooked those down into 95 resolutions uh, among their 12 committees. 
95 resolutions that will be published uh, for comment and hopefully are getting much closer to ready to present to the convention at the end of July. So those resolutions then, where are, are they? You said they'll, they'll be published. Um, is that for yes. delegates or who will have an opportunity to review those mm -hmm. before convention? They will. My, my project for this week is actually producing the book that they are in today's and business. And here I am pulling you away from First it. edition. Yeah, I have I have here with me the uh, the first and only physical copy of uh, today's business one that I'm going to go through with my red pen here today and tomorrow and probably Friday. Uh, but uh, that book is going to be uh, printed and mailed to all the uh, convention registered convention attendees. Uh, it's also going to go up on the internet. Uh, hopefully. Uh, I don't want to promise anything, but I'm hoping to have it wrapped up by close of business Friday and get it up on the Internet, um, maybe by the beginning of next week. Very good. So if you need some reading and want to know what uh, what's going to be presented at convention, you'd be able to hopefully next week have a chance to uh, to to look at that, read through it. That's uh, right. And it's it's written in resolution language. It so is. How? Now, I proposed an idea to Chaplain Denzer here that all resolutions should be chanted at convention. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, the 26-pager might, 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 might take you. You'd need a pinch hitter to get through that one. Hmm. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it is an interesting read. And, and you're actually able, uh, if, you're members of a, if you're a member of an LCMS congregation, to read it, take a look at it. And send comment to the floor committee chairman of the committee you're interested in. Pick any resolution and say, hey, you know, you might want to touch this up there. Uh, contact information is available in the book. You can send that comment anytime up to a week before the convention and have your say. Wow. So there there will be an opportunity. What are, we don't have to go through all the, the resolutions, but what are some of the areas that these resolutions are addressing or some of the topics that they might be addressing. Yeah, the, the floor committees that we have will be familiar to someone who's attended a recent convention of the Synod. Um, probably the biggest items this time are trying to address the governance of our universities and uh, set them in a good stead and really a changing cultural environment, changing economic environment for colleges and universities in America. Uh, to try to set their relationship with the Senate in good stead so they can continue to serve for years to come. Uh, there's always interest in, you know, we, we love our pastors and other rostered church workers, uh, always interested in those routes to, uh, to ministry and uh, how you know, we're going to continue to produce pastors in you know, tightening economic conditions and congregations as far-flung places. Uh, you know, how do we maintain a well-trained ministerium to, to serve everywhere? Uh, so those are always big topics. And then mm -hmm. there are a lot of other things. Uh, structure and administration, one of my favorite floor committees, uh, consists mostly of uh, adjusting the bylaws to make things hopefully work more efficiently and clearly for people. Uh, one big topic there is, are we going to meet on a three-year cycle or look at going to a four-year cycle? Uh, for the conventions, which, of course, we kind of backed into this time because of COVID. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we had a history. Uh, we, we haven't always been on a three-year cycle for convention, if I remember correctly. No, no. Three years, probably the most common interval over time. And in, in very early Senate, they met every year. Um, for a long time, uh, they met uh, every third year in the Senate. Um, for a period of time, they actually met every other year in the Senate, but only had elections every other convention. So you had kind of four-year terms, but a two-year convention cycle. 
And that uh, ended in 1981 when we went to, or maybe 83. I think 83 was the last mm-hmm. uh, two-year uh, deal. And then they, we went on to uh, the three-year cycle we, we know and love. So we refer to that as a triennium. So if we go to a four-year cycle, what's the Latin word there? A quadrennium, I suppose. That, that was my guess, too. But yeah. I, yeah. So if we went to a four-year cycle, we'd go to a quadrennium. Now we're going to have to all go Google it and find out for sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what? Uh, why is it important that we have a, a weekend like this, floor committee weekend with all these volunteers, all these the, the delegates um, and staff coming together to work on... Um, cooking down, as you said, the, these res, these right. overtures to resolutions to present to convention. Right. You know, the, the reports and overtures contain a lot of great ideas, but it's it's really unrealistic to think that you can gather, you know, a, a thousand, eleven hundred delegates in a room and just turn them loose on all that raw material and produce good stuff in an amount of time that everyone would want to spend together at convention, mm-hmm. it takes some pre-processing and uh, a lot of voices in a smaller room. You know, a group of 12 or 15, 16 is about right for, uh, if you gather the right people, uh, airing all the ideas and being able to efficiently work toward a high quality uh, piece of work that can can actually do some good. So uh, that floor committee weekend is the time for that. It is kind of where the sausage is made. Uh, and uh, interestingly, where, you know, everyone has an opportunity to participate and, and vote on the committees. We uh, have uh, advisory delegates, advisory representatives that, that can speak. And, and the ability to debate at the convention is a, a very powerful thing. Uh, they don't have a vote uh, at the convention. They do have a vote on these floor committees when they're assigned there. So it, it is a place where everyone can participate on an, on an equal footing and and really get their fingers into the work that the convention's going to do. It's it, If you're into that kind of thing, it's a pretty <laughs> exciting time. So let's speak hypothetically here. Let's say a resolution that has been prepared by floor committee goes to convention and then is, is uh, presented at convention then what happens when it's presented? It, there's discussion. There's a vote. Sometimes right. it might be amended. Things like that would happen, right? Right. Yeah. The the um, last thing that the floor committees do, floor committee weekend, is they prioritize the resolutions they've written into the order that they're going to go in the book. And ordinarily, the order they're going to present them at the convention. And so each floor committee has segments of time. Uh, the, the schedule, the proposed schedule for the convention is also in the book. And they'll take their resolutions and go down the row. Uh, they'll present each one to the convention. There'll be a debate, opportunity for amendment. Uh, sometimes uh, someone from the floor thinks he has a better idea than what the committee did, and they can try to substitute for uh, the the resolution the committee has created. Uh, delegates and committees can continue to produce resolutions through the convention, and those are published in the daily issues of today's business. So TB1 is only the first of, of many, and... Uh, We'll be doing one every night uh, when the convention closes each night. I and my staff go to work, and we crank out the next edition of this for the next morning uh, so that all the details are laid out for the delegates there. So, yeah, we can have amended resolutions. We can have replacements. Uh, we can even have new business arise. and Sometimes even delegates slip new business in between in the dead spots between business that's been planned. So a whole other level of excitement when we're all together. 
So if you're looking to get a lot of sleep, it won't happen at convention if you're staying up after. The, the secretary this. lives on caffeine. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. Where can we follow what's going on with convention? Uh, LCMS.org, right at the Senate website slash convention. Uh, you can go from there into um, pages that will tell you all about kind of the mm -hmm. governance model of the Senate and how the things work, and then details of the current one. Very good. The Reverend Dr. John Sia, Secretary of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, thanks for the insights on the upcoming LCMS convention. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. <laughs> Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Oh,